welcome back. Retro Kill Screen Podcast. I totally messed that up. Retro Kill Screen Podcast. It's our name. We haven't... Well, this is only the second episode, and we only decided on the name, like, yesterday, so... Yeah, because apparently there's already, like, Kill Screen is a thing. Yeah. And Operation Kill Screen is a podcast. Operation Kill Screen? Right. So I was thinking the Kill Screen, but then that's too... I don't know. I don't like that. And uh, then, there's also only one kill screen. So having the kill screen means we can only talk about one game ever. Oh, man. That wouldn't be good. That'd be the worst podcast. So we're only going to talk about... Uh, Resident Evil 6, apparently. Yeah, exactly. And neither of us have played it. So. <laughs> I, I Yeah, I know. I keep trying to play it, but something comes up all the time. Sure. Like Magicka. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck magica uh no oh fuck magica oh okay you heard it here first fuck magica no. but we're not here to talk about magica we're here to talk about a more important video game your game choice this week. I... well oh yeah no it was two because yeah because i chose last X... week did you i thought i had Mega Man x last time or i said it and you were like yeah it's good Hmm. What okay professionalism? So, yeah, like why are we talking about stuff that wasn't even in the recording? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the five minutes before we hit record last time, so stay tuned for that new podcast coming out behind the scenes. Parts where we weren't recording. How are we gonna figure that out? Well, we just I wrote a, a transcript of everything we said that time. I I wouldn't doubt it. It's probably on the internet somewhere. Oh yes, yeah. somehow like someone just hacked into our computers and was listening to. Us before we record. That is the scariest thing I could ever think about. And oh, now, that's all I'm thinking about now. Could be better. It's better than thinking of Welcome Back. Oh, and, why and would... Back. Why? why and would we're back! <sighs> <laughs> why? What game are we talking about Speaking today? Speaking of back, back in time for Turtles in Time on the Super Nintendo. Turtles got back. Exactly. Ooh, I don't want to think about that. Yeah. Well, they got shells. Mm. Well, there was that one female Ninja Turtle, too. Oh, um... Venus. Venus. Yeah. I I try not to think about her. I never got that, because they were all artists, and then it was Venus. Well, Venus de Milo, right? Well, that's that's a piece of art, not yeah. an actual artist. Right, I know, but... I mean... I, I Like, do I have to say it? I kind of want you to. Women aren't good at art. I, I was thinking, like, what is it, what is the name of a famous female artist? And it's terrible I say that, because every woman that I know in my life is an artist of some sort. Like, that I went to art school with, or, like, met in art class. Like, it's crazy that I should, would say that. But is, it, is it more of a modernist movement, though, for females to be just so involved in art now? Because I literally cannot think of anyone from, like, Renaissance era. Or like the more famous eras of art that Te- art is feminine. Technically, they weren't allowed back then. Mm. Yeah, they weren't allowed to be part of art schools and stuff. They were shunned, as the Amish would say. I've been watching Breaking Amish, so. Breaking Amish. Yeah. So. Okay. Is, is this just Breaking Bad, but with Amish people? I mean, kind of, because you know how Amish people have that like rumspringa or whatever. Yeah. The, yeah. Where you get to go and actually enjoy the world yeah so it's a tlc show because the learning channel does everything except for educational stuff now honey boo boo Ugh. Th- there was a marathon of that on today anyways 
Uh, Breaking Amish is basically following three women and two men, uh, Amish, like, of different sorts. There's, like, one Mennonite and one something else or whatever. And it's following them as they do their rumspringer thing or whatever the hell, however you say it, in New York City. And it's, like, slowly you're watching them kind of deteriorate from their values that they grew up with. That's not surprising because they're all in like their teenage. They're like nineteen or something like that, aren't they? Uh, they're all over twenty, or oh, twenty okay. is the youngest one. So it's not too bad, but like it's kind of weird because like they say in one episode how like it's a vanity to like wear anything but like those crappy clothes they have and stuff, and then they go shopping, and then they go crazy with it and start like wearing weird things like that those people that like are into UFC would wear. <laughs> just, all the tap out clothing yeah that sort of thing with like the weird what? graffiti fake graffiti style on the shirts and the hats that say new york city and stuff like that well, okay well, let's put it this way let's say you're you're someone who has been only exposed to drab colors like grays whites and blacks for the, like the majority of your life yeah and then suddenly you're said you're told hey for the next year you can wear whatever the heck you want right wouldn't you go kind of mad with power at that point too see and the weird thing is like i I've been watching a few episodes, and then, like, during those episodes, they're, like, new episode tonight or whatever, and they show previews of it. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen the preview, or I haven't seen the show that they keep previewing, but, like, there's talk about, like, you never know which side of her you're going to get when, like, she's drinking. And then there's, like, the one Amish girl, like, crying in a corner or whatever. And then, like, they're talking about stuff like witchcraft. I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? Like, these people have a hard time buying normal clothes, and all of a sudden they're talking about witchcraft and drinking? Like, it's insane. You know what? This has nothing to do with Turtles in Time. Neither did Resident Evil 6. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Turtles in Time is a good game. <laughs> Retro kill screen! Uh, <laughs> part of me wanted you to keep going with that topic. I was enjoying it. But seriously, though... Um, this is how every podcast is going to go, isn't it? It's going to go so much worse. Uh, this <laughs> is we, awesome. I'm well, so excited for this. You don't even understand. When we start getting into like stuff that's really hard to talk about, like obscure games, it's going to oh, get so much worse because it'll not... just remind us of random stuff. But MC easily sidetracked. Like I don't even know how the hell we got off the topic because we were on Turtles. We had it the went, perfect no, it segue. Went, it, went from, it went from Turtles to Artists yeah. to the Female Turtle... Yeah. To female artists, to the the feminist movement, yeah. to the Learning Channel, and the Amish, the Breaking Amish. Yeah. Pixel God, that sounds so com. bizarre when you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't. Okay, so being totally professional now. Um... Serious tryhard mode. Yeah. So. Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. It's a pretty great game. It has it a really is, good soundtrack. It is one of my favorite Super Nintendo games. I'm aware of this. I've played it with you a couple times, I think. Yeah, I think we went through and beat it on hard uh, one time you were over. Yeah, and... Oh, no, it was someone else's. I played through it again, like, that week with someone, the reshelled version on my PS3. Uh, I thought it was you, but it probably no, wasn't. It was not me. I've only played reshelled once, and I was not a fan of it. Okay. So, Super NES version or arcade version, which is your favorite? Super NES. Yeah, I agree. 
Because they, they added like four extra stages. And like a lot of really good um, bosses and whatnot that I remember from the cartoon. I grew up with Ninja Turtles, so seeing more of that was just fan service for me. Yeah, like uh, the one boss, uh, the one boss from the arcade game I don't remember being in the Super Nintendo one was the Pizza Monster. Pizza the Monster. Pizza, the, the Pizza Dough Monster. Oh, I don't know which what level is that. Uh, in the arcade version, he's in Prehistoric Turtle Saurus. Oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't like that. Yeah, boss so that's fight. that's the Pizza Dough Monster from like Donatello. I think mutated a bunch of Pizza Dough by accident or something like that. Oh, Donatello. Will you ever learn science? Well, he does machines all the time, so... Yeah, he does. It's right in the song. Did you did you actually hear the new theme song? I haven't, no. I heard the new show or whatever is actually pretty good. I, I've been hearing a lot of positive things. I haven't watched it. I haven't either. I heard, the, I heard the theme song, and it's a very... It's an interesting take on it. Like, for current-day modern cartoon sensibilities, it's good. Yeah, I really like the original theme song just because it reminds me of everything that was good with that era mm. where like a theme song was just repeating the name of what you're watching over and over. Like no 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 Batman, 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 Batman. Yeah, that's entirely true. I never thought of that. Yeah. Or just Go like, Speed Racer, Go Speed Racer. Or like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in a half shell, Turtle Power. Like, G.I. Joe said uh, G.I. Joe a lot well, too. G.I. Joe. Yeah. Real American hero. Yeah, like, there's a whole bunch of them. It, honestly, everything with Ninja Turtles kind of just takes me back to a better time back when things were innocent. And See, my problem is... Magica. My pro- <laughs> <laughs> That's going to make sense to no one who's watching us play, or if the 48s play through Magicka. So... Uh, what I was going to say, uh, the problem is, like, re- <laughs> it reminds me of the, the bad part of the Turtles show. Like, Turtles eventually, I don't know how long you were watching the cartoon, but do you remember the point where they started, like, mutating again? No. I, I think I was older by that point, and I stopped watching it. That was, uh, uh, I think it was, like, the last season or the second last season. They got to a point where Shredder was no longer the main villain. Okay, who was? I don't remember his name. It was, some, like, Emperor something. Oh, oh crap! Yeah, I, I can't remember now either. But yeah, I do remember Emperor something. Yeah, and they would super mutate. They turn into like even like snapping turtles, kinda. Right. And like there was this one kid that also mutated as well, and they all fought, mm-hmm. trying to trying to stabilize their mutation and stuff like that. Right. Weird. I remember watching this, and they changed the theme song of the show too during that season. Why and would they was, do that? I don't know, and it it was really bad. I just remember it being really bad. Yeah. Huh. Like, going back to the actual game, the one thing I always remember is the very beginning where it's like Big Apple or whatever. Yeah, Big Apple, 3 a.m. 3 a.m., yeah. I don't know why, but that's just kind of in my memory forever. See, like, I always remember the intro to the game where they are, like, they do, like, a SNES version of the theme song. Oh, I'm trying to remember it now. You know, you know where they scroll down to like the sewer. There's like flash, and they jump out, and it introduces the four turtles, and then Leo slashes the screen, and then Turtles in Time flashes on screen. Oh, okay. Like it's the like, intro before you like press start or whatever. Yeah, before the menu comes up. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Why? All, all these little. I don't know. I always thought that was a nice touch. 
And yeah. like I remember, I remember the arcade version used to have they used to have what's the song called Pizza Power? Yeah, Pizza from Power like, from like their musical, the Ninja Turtles musical tour. Yeah, good times. Uh, so what's your favorite boss fight or whatever encounter? I think the uh, the Shredder fight, the, the one we had to throw enemies at the screen. Super Shredder. <laughs> I I hate dealing with Super Shredder on hard. Yeah. Because he's just you you almost kind of have to be lucky. Yeah. In some cases. He's just a dick. He tr- he teleports too fast. So you're like, oh, I gotta either commit to this jump right now and hope that he uses one of the ones that'll let me through. Otherwise. So like in that way, it is really a true arcade port. Yeah. Because that was totally made to just make kids angry and spend a lot of money. Even though I don't think Super Shredder was in the arcade version. No, he was. Was he? He was the final boss. But he wasn't, like, in the tank, right? Like, wasn't there only no, one encounter you, you, with Shredder? You only, you only fight Shredder once, and it's when he becomes Super Shredder. Right, okay. Uh, well, the in the ar- arcade version. Yeah, the, ar- the arcade version and Reshelled yeah. uh, both send you back in time when you do the surfing stage. In the Super Nintendo version, you go to the Technodrome after the surfing stage, then get sent right. back in time. Right, right, right. Uh, I, the, I hate that surfing stage. Really? It's not that bad. The sewer surf? I, I prefer it better than the... Yeah, sewer surf, and I prefer the SNES version over the arcade one where you just got to the end of it and then you had to fight, like, 50 pizza monsters. Yeah, that was really lame. I do like the Rat King. Yeah, the Rat King fight's all right. I, I used to have that toy, the thing he rides, like the skimmer or whatever the hell that is. I never, I never understood how you were supposed to play with it, though. I think it was like one of those you had to, it was like for bathtubs or something. Yeah, like it totally was and it floated and everything, but I think like you were supposed to put the turtle's necks in the little catcher. Oh, right. But like the turtles barely had necks on some of the toys. So it didn't work out very well. I think it was probably just well. designed for specific versions of them. Probably. There were quite a few. I had the samurai turtles for a while and the nice. talking turtles. I had the talking turtles too where you had to put like the little ribbon and pull them through. Yeah. And they'd be like, Calabarga. Yeah. It would like, It would depend on how fast you pulled it. Yeah. My favorite thing was trying to figure out how to make them say it as, as slow as possible. And you're just like pulling it out inch by inch. Or I guess centimeter by centimeter, because that thing was only like three inches long. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. We, try- I just realized we ended up talking about turtles more than the actual game. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, that, that's all right. It, go, it kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with it. Yeah. I, I was just trying to remember what stages the arcade one ha- doesn't have that the SNES one has. I don't think it has the pirate ship. Uh, no, it has skull and crossbones. Does it? I believe in the arcade version, that's where you fight Toka and Razor. Oh, weird. Right. Yeah. Because and I always you, gonna... you fight them in the Technodrome in the Super Nintendo one, right? Yeah, and then you fight Bebop and Rocksteady, who are dressed up in like pirate costumes in the yes. Super Nintendo one. Right, right, right. Yeah. I always, I always found it weird that they remembered Toka and Razor, and then nothing else Ninja Turtles related did after the movie. Yeah. They, I mean, to be fair, they weren't really a huge part of like the lore or whatever. I guess, but they were a decent portion of Turtles 2, and they were kind of funny at some points. Yeah, like in the movie. I yeah, like Tur- them in the movie. Turtles 2 was my favorite Ninja Turtles movie, so... I think they were actually in the TV show, too. At rem- some point. I don't remember that, but then again, I didn't see it all. Yeah. I mean, the time that t- TV show ran, we were, like, two. 
True. when it when it actually ran for the first time. So it'd be kind of ridiculous to remember that. That sounds like a challenge to me. To, wait to remember? Yes. Without watching <laughs> or yes, reading anything? exactly. Oh man. Okay, okay, no, you are right. They actually they showed up once in the show. Oh, only once. I thought they were reoccurring for a while. Tilka and Razor only appeared once in the seventh season of the 1987 cartoon series. Oh, damn. Season 7 episode, Dirk Savage, Mutant Hunter. They were out-of-control mutants created when the Shredder exposed zoo animals to mutagen years earlier. Oh, weird. Okay. Huh. Okay, I guess back to the game. Like, I don't really know what else to talk about with the game, because... It seems more interesting to just talk about turtles in general. Yeah, well, I mean, really, it's a fantastic game. That's all we really need to say. Yeah. Like, it, it is a fantastic beat-em-up, and there was a reason that they tried, they released Reshelled, because they wanted to try to make it seem more important, or, or like, get more people realize, hey, this is a great game. They kind of missed the mark, though. They should have just, like, done... You know, remember when they released uh, the Street Fighter Turbo HD remix or whatever? Mm-hmm. They should have just done that style, I think. I think either they should have just gone with the original port of the arcade trails in time, or did reshelled with the Super Nintendo extra content. Then it might have been a bit more worth it. I didn't like the look of reshelled though. Like I didn't like I didn't like the remixes of the music, and I hated the eight way attacking because it kind of made it harder. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know. Like I think reshelled was a bad version of it. If you're gonna play Turtles in Time, I highly recommend either. Get four people together and play the arcade version, or get two people together and play the Super Nintendo one. Hmm. Did Did you ever play the the Genesis one, Hyperstone Heist? I never did. No. You know no. who's in that game? No idea. Tatsu. Really? The Asian dude from the Ninja Troll movies. Yeah. He was a boss. Oh, he was a boss. Yeah. Oh, weird. That like, was the only only game he ever showed up in. What? Where did he appear? I don't remember. I had stage two or three. I think the game was only like five stages. Oh, like, wow. Like, Hyperstone Heist is not a port of uh, Turtles in Time, it's, but it's the same engine. So if it's only five stages, it's only half as long then, I guess? I, I, I can't remember how long the game is in total. I thought I heard five stages, but Weird. the whole story is like New York's been shrunk or Manhattan's been shrunk and you have to beat up the shredder. Is that one you have? Yes, I do. Okay, so the... I, we will Definitely. have to play that at some point. Definitely. I just need... I don't think I have two... No, I do have two Genesis controls. They're just packed up somewhere currently. Well, I have two Genesis's and controllers, so... Yeah, maybe I'll bring it over sometime. Split screen. <laughs> I yeah. Don't know. I don't know how that would even work. Uh, just yeah. get two TVs. So bring the game and a TV, and then we'll be set. It'll be a whole night. It'll actually probably be like an hour, but whatever. Oh, yeah, no, there are a total of five stages, according to Wiki. A total uh, of five? Yeah. Hmm. Tatsu is, is in it, Baxter Stockman, Leatherhead's a boss, Rocksteady, and Bebop by themselves. Or no, just no, just Rocksteady. Bebop's not in it at all. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> like, why couldn't they just put those two together? Like, do you think it was a limitation? But it had blast processing. No, I think they just chose to do it differently. Like, ro- according to Wiki... Uh, Rocksteady has the same attack pattern from the original arcade game. It's like oh, where you had like the machine gun in that. Yeah. Oh, weird. 
Yeah, it's like the bosses are Leatherhead, Rocksteady, Tatsu, Baxter Stockman, Krang, and Super Shredder. So I guess the final stage is literally the same fight. They missed out by not taking advantage of the blast processing. Yeah, exactly. Just, and I mean, that's what sold the system. I do wonder how the music is in the game, because Konami usually does good music. Oh, you haven't played it? Uh, well, I like without sound and only shortly. So I played it on a buggy emulator. I haven't played my copy of it. Oh, gotcha. Is that like a hard one to find? I've never seen it, so. I I've only seen it for sale once, so I don't know if it is rare or just most people don't go looking for it or most people don't sell it. At like a convention or something. Yeah, I don't even remember where I picked mine up. Hmm. One of the like hundred conventions you go to every year. Apparently, probably. I can I can probably look and see if there's a price tag on it and tell me where I got it. Yeah, it's probably not important. Yeah. Either way, yeah, I think it's definitely worth a playthrough, but I still think, based on, like, length and everything, Super Nintendo Turtles in Time is the way to go. Yeah, definitely. It should, it, like, to this day, it still makes for some of the best times playing on that system. Question for you. Favorite song from the game? Um, I'm just trying to remember some of the songs. Probably, uh, oh my god, hold on, it's coming to me. Uh, Alley Cat Blues. Uh, that's a pretty good one, actually, yeah. I I'd really have to go, like that one. I'd have to go with Bury My Shell at Wounded Knee, the, the train stage. Yeah, that one's really good, too. I'm, like, what's your least favorite? I don't even remember Technodrome, so. Uh, so probably Technodrome that. Technodrome was kind of energetic surprisingly was it like it, it was an overall positive song and, and the was elevator it song electronic is really... like yeah. skrillex no not like was that skrillex doing it skrillex wasn't even around then skrillex. oh he was probably around how old is skrillex i don't know i don't want to think about it because he's probably done more with his life than we have and if he's younger than us i'm gonna kill myself uh he i think he is actually I think he's 22 god damn it why are we so old and useless because we're nerds. <laughs> because we're adults. <laughs> That's what I was going to say first, I know actually. You were. <laughs> I, I had to bite my tongue on that one. Because you're like. <laughs> because we're. Uh, and then you stopped. I was like, adults, really? <laughs> Skrillex is 24. Okay, I don't feel so bad. His birthday is January 15th, so he'll be 25 in a couple months. So he was around. Yeah, he would have been around. He's He's barely younger than me. He was probably taking apart Game Boys and making weird sounds with them. Or just that, like, when you plug in a Game Boy and it's just like... Sound. The, the static, the... Yeah. He was probably playing with that, like, over top of some Rolling Stones or something. I don't know why we're talking about Skrillex. We should probably end this now. He was a lead singer in a band? What the fuck? What band? Uh, From first to last. I don't know what that is. They were a post-hardcore band. This is what happens when you just kind of wiki-surf. Yeah, you just get kind of get stuck in the internet. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably end before we keep talking about Skrillex. Exactly. And I I should say, for the record, that here at Retro Kill Screen and Pixel Response, we do not support Skrillex in any way. <laughs> his music, we are, we his are only so bad. fond of We're only so fond of wubs. We, we have a low tolerance to wub-wub. Yeah. Except for Borderlands, which apparently has 96.5% more. Exactly. That, I mean, which is a total fallacy. 
If you just hang out around Claptrap, he will wub for like five minutes. But like, is it dubstep or just a robot singing? No, he even says, hey, let's check out my new dubstep song. Wub, 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 and he keeps going. Right, but like, that's just a robot song, right? Like, if a yeah. robot does it, like, is it just a song or is it dubstep? If a tree falls in the forest, is it dubstep? Like, are we getting too existential about dubstep I, and robots? I, I don't. I think dubstep existentialism is a little too much. I think that's like the new philosophy class in college. <laughs> I would totally tech, take dubstep philosophy. Hey man, if I can take a course about Jimi Hendrix for college credits, then yes, you can take a course about dubstep existentialism. <laughs> in the beginning, there was wub. And then after seven days, there was wub-wub. And on the seventh day, God said, let there be wub. No, no, on the seventh day, God said, let there be bass drops. <laughs> the seventh day, God, God said, wub-wub-wub-wub-wub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> on the seventh day, no one could understand God because he was just making wub noises. He looked upon it, and it was good. And then he dropped the bass. (laughs) (laughs) Turtles in time, everybody. That'll do it for this week. (laughs) So, did you want to talk about that planned idea we had for... Yeah, like, we probably don't have to give a name to it, right? Like, Game Club probably works. Yeah. Yeah, so... Our idea is we're going to start – we were going to start in the first episode, but if you listen to that, you realize that, like – We got we got too distracted with the Mega Man exhibit. Like, nothing made sense in that episode, so you're welcome. <laughs> but basically what we were thinking of doing is actually making this more – well, adding in a game club type thing. Think like a book club. So every yeah. – every, every couple of weeks we pick a game and – Everyone who wants to join in with talk about it can play along and then send in your questions or your own personal opinions about it. Like a lot of a lot of sites do something similar to that for their podcast. Right. I'm thinking like if we did that every week for two weeks, though, then people could choose what they want to play and don't want to play. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're going to name a game we want to do for the club to start it off this week. And we'll give you two weeks to play through it if you want and send in any kind of questions or comments you have about playing through it. Yeah. So... <clears throat> To make this a little bit more simple, I guess, this is episode two, and the game that we are suggesting that people play and, like, we'll talk about will be episode four. And then episode three, we'll maybe suggest another game for episode five, so, like, that way you don't have to look for really rare games if you can already own a copy of something else or whatnot. Or, worst-case scenario, like, emulation. Yeah, exactly. Because some of the games I think we'll probably start getting into in a while will be really hard to find, if not impossible. <laughs> so that should be interesting, I guess, unless we keep not talking about games. Which will probably happen as well. We, so, sh- we shift back eventually. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> stay tuned for uh, get losing concentration and forgetting what you're talking about. For godly wubs. Godly wubs. Godly wubs. Stay tuned for the bass drop. That's right. It's my Skrillex cover band. Bass drop? No. Godly wubs. Oh, so I guess it was my choice to start off with because I'm awesome and I chose Castlevania three for the NES. 
What is the subtitle on that one? Dracula's, Dracula's Curse. Curse. Okay. Yeah. So, episode four, we'll be talking about Castlevania 3. Feel free to find a copy, download a copy, whatever you do. Or if you just know the game really well, send in some questions and comments. I already have an email set up. It's killscreen at pixel-response.com. Or you can send anything to Twitter. It's retro killscreen on Twitter, one word. Okay. See, I'm kind of excited for this because I've never actually finished Castlevania 3. See, I've never finished it, and the last time I played it was like when I was a little kid. So I'm excited to actually finally sit down and have an excuse to go all the way through it and probably hate the game by the end because Castlevania games have a tendency to do that with Medusa heads. Mm. Well, it does have technically multiple endings because based on who you finish it with. Right. Quote, unquote, multiple endings. Right. So two-week turnaround time should be good, huh? Yeah. Although yeah. I'm going to be traveling for a week, so hopefully I I might just play... I don't know if he has a NES set to play some going. Maybe I'm, I could just bring my cart. I guess if people wanted to cheat, they could look up like a Let's Play of it. True. I guess. But the I mean, is the, the only you won't get the full experience. You won't be able to like say, yeah, yo, it, the controls it, are shitty. It's better to play it and feel it for yourself, because there's nothing quite like playing it. There's nothing like the first time. You never forget your first time. You never forget your first time. Ever. And now we're rambling, so we'll see you guys next time. And here's the bass drop. Ow.